let's do this. I hope you're doing super well. I hope you're healthy. And I also hope you are excited for today's topic. So thanks for tuning in and welcome to another episode of my podcast, Leave the Bubble, where we talk about expanding our comfort zone, dealing with changes and embracing challenges in life, as well as staying curious and in general, trying to grow as a person. Last week, we talked about one of my favorite winter activities, hitting the slopes and conquering the snow with our skis or snowboards. We also discussed that going skiing is not just a super fun sport activity, but also a social event that is a great way to further bond with your family or a group of friends. So if you haven't given episode 15 a listen, please go ahead and do so. And even better, try to conquer the snow your own way this year, either in the coming weeks while it's still cold or by the winter of 2021 and 2022. But now let's dive right into today's topic, the importance of having a network. Oh no, not an episode on becoming a business schmuck that slams his way into potential opportunities by going to sleazy networking events, you might be thinking. But relax, there are many aspects of networking that are worth mentioning. And I'm hoping that by the end of this episode, you may see the importance of having one while also being able to differentiate a true, solid, and good network from a superficial, bloated, and in some ways, maybe even fake one. So here we go. What is a network? If you Google this, the second result you will see is the following definition. A network is a group or a system of interconnected people or things. This is an amazing summary, eloquent and straight to the point. So let's focus on the personal aspect, a group of interconnected people. Working in groups is not a new concept invented by some greedy bankers or wannabe businessmen. As a matter of fact, teamwork is a universal concept that encompasses pretty much all aspects of life. From prehistoric humans that communicated which berries were poisonous because Uncle Barry decided to eat the yummy-looking fruit <laughs> that well, ended up killing him, to the wolves that hunt as a pack, to the herd of bisons that migrate together, to even the tiny ants that work seamlessly like a well-oiled machine to build their nests, everyone with their own specific task. Just like bees and their hive and many, many more examples. But relying on others and helping each other out is not exclusively found amongst animals, but also within the floral universe as well. The concept of facilitation showcases that even plants work together where larger ones help smaller ones to survive in harsh environments. The misconception that people can do everything on their own is wrong and, well, let's be honest, kind of outdated. There is no need to pretend anymore and to try to show the world that working alone and disregarding all potential help shows strength. As a matter of fact, it's quite the opposite. Sure, in competitive environments, you want to showcase your individual prowess by demonstrating your skills while simultaneously asserting dominance. But even when competing, you have the biggest advantage when working with others. Let's take this thinking and expand it a bit. Unless you're in a real competition with rules and everything, like an exam, for example, you need to work on your own. 
After all, your exam results will be the ones that are looked over and will thus give you your grade for that specific course. And when your university has some sort of ranking and obviously personal ambitions taking into considerations as well, it is more than natural to want to be amongst the best. But even though your results are individual in this competition, mind you, the process doesn't have to be. Sparring ideas and different solution tactics with your peers is a great and very efficient way of learning and mutually benefiting from each other, which is precisely why learning groups are so popular amongst university students. Having a solid network of peers, let's say other students in this case, will not only help you when studying, but they will also provide you with pieces of information you might have missed. Maybe you forgot to register for your courses, or you forgot about the application deadline for that program you wanted to apply to, or discussing cool destinations for that beloved exchange semester, and so on. Your network will automatically expand your outlook in life, because having a network is nothing more than people you talk to and with. Let's take this one step further. Let's say we are now done with university and are applying for jobs. Your network can be a fantastic source of support throughout the entire process. And it doesn't limit itself to the first idea of, oh, wow, maybe person X could help me land that dream job. If that's the case, hey, that's awesome. But they can also provide you with information on other openings more suited to your personal interests or qualifications. They may tell you about their experiences with Company X and why it was a great experience, or maybe they tell you why you should maybe avoid working for that team. They can walk you through the entire hiring process, mentoring you along the way, and so on. Having someone in your corner looking over your shoulder is a great asset to have, and one that shouldn't be taken for granted, and here is where most people go wrong. You shouldn't just have a network to beg them for a favor only when it's convenient to you. After all, it's not just about taking and never giving back. You need to show a sincere interest and give back as well. Because don't forget, while person X may be in your network, you are by default also in theirs. Now, we all have that friend or acquaintance that just knows everyone right? Like the most popular kid in school whom everybody knew, either the other students because he or she was such a badass, all the parents because they wanted to keep their beautiful, innocent child away from that little rascal, and the teachers, of course, had to deal with their shenanigans on a daily basis. The equivalent to this kid also exists in adult life. That person that when they enter the bar, you know, he greets the barkeeper by name, When he goes to the bank, people know who he is. When you ask him for a favor or some information on a topic, he knows exactly who to call to ask and so on. Having a solid network is a huge asset and I can't stress this enough. So how do we build a solid network? Guys, start with the basics. You don't go out looking for a network. That shouldn't be your goal, or at least that's not how I 
approach the subject. Because when you do, and I've experienced this firsthand, you realize that someone is just going out of their way to get something from you. This then becomes a purely transactional relationship. Of course, these can also be useful in some cases, but if you want to build a long-lasting, solid, fruitful network, this might not be the best approach. Instead, a network is best when there is a personal connection as well. Naturally, you will be closer to some than to others, but I believe that without a personal connection or at least a conversation, it is very difficult to establish some sort of positive networking rapport. Professional media platforms like LinkedIn or Xing are great to maintain and nourish those relationships with people you have gotten to know either through a brief internship on a work project or at a conference, for example. But I also need to add something at this point. Full disclaimer, just like everything on this podcast, this is my personal opinion. But I don't really share the same philosophy as those professional LinkedIn connection hunters, as I like to call them. You know, those people that have thousands of connections and add pretty much everyone because they are some sort of expert in a field you've never heard of before. Personally, I don't believe these are the networking partners you should be focusing on because at the end of the day, I don't really think that they bring any additional value. But hey, I'm more than willing to be proven otherwise if you have had positive experiences in the past. I believe that it's best to relax, go through life without a hidden agenda, and people will automatically fit into your network in a natural way. Which brings me to the full circle. You don't have to go to networking events if that's not your thing. And you don't need to slime up to people at company fairs and job conventions. Your most solid network will always be your group of friends, professional colleagues, and university peers. It is up to all of us to make sure that those people we do let into our lives are ones worth keeping there, that also push us to become better, challenge us constructively, and help us grow personally and professionally as well. But we'll get into this in more detail at another time. Guys, let's not go through life on our own, especially when tackling our professional challenges. I, for one, am very fortunate of having met a fellow podcaster, Andres, throughout my podcasting journey. He talks about similar topics just like I do here at Leave the Bubble in his own incredible podcast. And I can confidently say that he has not only become a new person in my network, but he has also become a good friend with whom I love to talk about our podcasting journeys. As a matter of fact, just recently, I had the honor of being a guest in his show, where we talked about expanding our comfort zones. He is an amazingly gifted host that really knows how to lead a conversation. So if you're interested, please give it a listen. But here's the catch. It's in Spanish. (laughs) So if you speak Spanish, visit Los Latinos, Historias Bacanas. Uh, I will also be listing his podcast in today's episode description so that you can find it more easily. By the way, he is on Instagram, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to yours as well. And if you don't speak Spanish yet, then I'd say go back to episode 7 and give it another listen on how to best learn a new language so you can give it a go as well. (laughs) Take care everyone, be open to meeting new people and welcoming new experiences in your lives. And as always, please stay safe, 
stay healthy, and hey, don't be afraid to leave your bubble. <laughs>